0: Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am your host, Maria, and this is the place where you come to learn the good shit that fucking works and let go of the shit that doesn't work because we're not about that life. So today, what we're going to talk about today is five ways that you can begin your healing deep-rooted trauma. Specifically, the inner child. I spoke about the inner child Wednesday, two days ago. And if you're listening to this podcast, today's date is July. What's today's date? July twenty second, twenty twenty two. And so, two days ago, which would be July twentieth, we I, on Instagram, I did a video um, regarding the inner child. What is the inner child, and what that looks like? So, if you want a little bit more information, go to that video. It is, I think, about. 20 minute video on instagram which i'm doing on wednesday's instagram live ask um, answering your questions regarding mental health um so instead of wondering why you behave a certain way or why you think a certain way why not go straight to the core of the behavior or of the thought that is being triggered by that feeling for example If you get triggered by something that you smell or something that you see or something that you hear because there's, you know, you're living life, you're fine, you're going your day to day, all of a sudden, boom, there's a trigger. You don't know where those triggers are coming from, right? The more work that you do on yourself, the more you're going to recognize your triggers and then you're going to learn how to stay away from them, okay? Or more likely how to work around those triggers to the point where, okay, I'm triggered and you do your internal work. It takes you maybe a minute to get back to balance, right? To realignment and then you move on. When you haven't done the work, okay, that it takes to heal your, your inner child, your trauma, the moment you get triggered, that trigger can get you off course, off alignment for days, weeks, okay? Think about having an argument with your partner, or your, and then you have the argument, you can talk about it, but you're still holding a grudge. Okay, the adult is not holding the grudge, it's the inner child that's holding that grudge. Okay, the inner child that the needs have not been met, and you're on un, you're under the impression that it's your partner's responsibility to meet that need. Uh uh-uh. uh, mamita, that's your responsibility. Okay, to meet your own needs, your partner, he or she meets their own needs. You meet your own needs and together you create bliss. But that's not the way that the inner child sees things. Okay. So I'm also, I want you to be, I want you listening to me right now. The person that's listening to me right now, I want you to know that I am acknowledging that there are many types of childhood trauma. And I'm also acknowledging that there are many of you that had a fantastic childhood, and yet there's still something that feels off to you. I want you to know that I see you. I'm also going to acknowledge that those of you that have experienced trauma later in adult life, okay, not specifically had a great childhood, all of a sudden, boom, trauma comes into your life from an adult perspective. So the inner child is going to look different for you. Okay. Just want you to know that I see you. So deep rooted trauma can come from being hit by parents growing up, a sexual abuse, either in childhood or in adulthood. Emotional abuse can come from not your parents, but it can come from a narcissistic partner. Okay. It can also come from bullying, from being bullied either in high school, college, or at the workplace by a boss. Okay. That is a bully. So you are had a fantastic childhood. Everything is going great. All of a sudden you're working for a narcissistic bastard at work and therefore trauma comes into your life. So trauma looks very different for many different people. Nonetheless, the child inside of us always comes forward. So also trauma, deep, the trauma can come from domestic violence. It can come from uh, parents getting divorced or threatening divorce. There could be physical neglect going to bed hungry, right? I remember going to bed hungry, not because my mother was lazy, or my father, right, didn't have jobs. We just didn't have the money sometimes, right? And there were so many of us. And so the, the food had to get split among eight. There's, I'm, I'm one of eight. And so I'm actually one of nine, my youngest uh, sister died. But nonetheless, that's traumatizing, especially when you go to, you know, you go to school hungry, okay? So there's more. There's going to be more information on this topic if you're interested. That I am sharing with you today, in the uh, video that I shared with you on Instagram two days ago. So our inner child is the keeper of our deepest wounds. Okay, that's why I'm not a fan of like just working with your mind, like CBT. <clears throat> CBT work. Um, I am a fan of getting your mind, body and soul into the therapy room into the therapeutic process into your healing. So when you are working, you know, with just, hey, so what do you think, you know, like, so what do you think about that? Or how do you feel? You know, when someone asks you, how do you feel? they're incorporating the body, right? Because the body is the keeper of the feelings. So what do you think about that? What that looks like, that can come from the brain. So I'm not a fan of that. I am on the other hand, a fan of questions like this, like questions like what happened, right? So now the person has to dig deep, what happened to me? And so now you have to go in through the files of your body and look at what happened and sometimes you have to go through that trauma again you know which you know you have to sometimes you got to be you got to play that balance from a therapeutic uh, standpoint a therapist standpoint where you don't re-traumatize the client okay but also it is important for the the person to go back and go through the trauma but not experience the trauma and there has to be some preparation before you do that and so a question that I always ask um, is when some you know when a client comes to me and they're telling me the story, they're telling me the story, and I always tell you, don't get stuck on the story, okay, Look for the feelings underneath that story. So when the client comes to me and tells me their, you know tells me their story, their experience, one of the first things that I ask is when was the first time you felt this feeling, right? What is the feeling that's coming up for you right now? well, I'm feeling abandoned. Okay. Well, if your partner or your child or whoever is making you feel abandoned, that's a feeling that's coming up for you. When was the first time prior to you marrying your partner, you felt abandoned and who did that? Right? So now we're going back. Okay. We're not getting stuck in the story that's in front of us. We're digging deeper, deep rooted trauma. That's what we're looking for because that's what we need to heal we need to go into the root, okay? Just like a plant, just like a flower. You wanna uproot the trauma, you have to go into the root, all right? And get all those little roots and work them out, okay? So I, I also like to track the inner child when, I, when I'm doing my work with my clients. So the reason I like to track the inner child is because the inner child is very similar to the ego. So the inner child can, um, can feel like can be very protective, but if left to its devices, the inner child will keep you from healing because it will protect you just like the ego. It's going to bring up fear. Okay. It's going to make you feel more fear than it actually is. There's a lot of people that come to therapy. I want to work on my trauma. The moment that they start working on their trauma, it's like, Ooh, this doesn't feel good. Well, it ain't supposed to fucking feel good. You know what I mean? If you really want to work through your trauma, it's going to fucking suck ass. You know, you're going to cry. You, you got to go through that mud in order to get to the light. But people prefer to stay right on the edge of the mud, right? Just in the beginnings of the mud. And then they'll step in and then they step back out and then they step back in because they think they're alone. They're not alone. They shouldn't feel alone. If you are working with a wonderful therapist, you're going to go through the mud together, not alone. And you're going to want to quit. Okay? So just rest. Instead of quitting, sit, pause. And then when you're ready, get back up and continue the walk, continue the journey. But don't fucking quit because we need you healed. Okay? We all women, we all need you healed. So the inner child, just like the ego, is going to protect you. It's going to protect you from crying. It's going to protect you from feeling what needs to be felt in order for you to move on with your life and have that fantastic fucking life that you're working for. It. Okay, so we must feel it to heal it. There's no way around that, babe. No way around that. You got to feel it to heal it. Okay, I must feel it to heal it. Okay? So there's and there's also a lot of people, there's a lot of adults walking around the earth right now that look like they're in their 30s or they may look like they're in their 40s. But the moment you start talking with them, they're like it's like they might be 10 years old, you know, maybe 15 years old. All right? So begin to do the inner child. And here's um five ways. Let me get my other Uh, ways that you can my other piece of paper here I'm actually in my kitchen recording this for you so number one speak to your inner child okay speak to your inner child put your hand on your heart right now let's do this together I'm sorry talking to your inner child little Nenita, the baby inside of you I am so sorry you went through what you went through. I am so sorry. I love you. Write this down. Whatever comes down for you, stop the car. Whatever comes down, whatever comes out of your body. If it's tears, let it flow. I love you. I thank you. And then listen. Listen to what the inner child is trying to say. If it cries, it's crying. If it's say Maria, you're fucking mental. say Maria, you're fucking mental. I don't care, but just give it a voice. I hate it. I hate this. Write it down. And our child hates this. Okay? Number two. In front of your mirror when you get home, if you're in your car or wherever you are, whenever you have the moment, stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself. Look at your eyes. Look at your nose. Look at your mouth look at yourself and be proud of the person that you have come okay be proud of the woman that you've become today be proud the woman you see in the mirror has gone through a lot and is going to go through a lot and is going through to go through a life of fulfillment of wonder of joy and happiness look forward to your future as you are looking at yourself in the mirror. When you get a moment, number three, look at pictures of yourself as a child. Take a look at the, at the little girl. Number four, remember what you loved to do as a child. Remember what you used to love. I used to love bike riding. We all know that. Do more of that. Do more of the games. Play more of the games that you used to love to play. I remember playing kickball. Loved playing kickball. That was when I was 10 years old. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So remember what you used to do as a child that you used to love to do. One other, another thing that I used to love to do is I used to lay down and look at the sky. Look at the... at the um. Clouds. Didn't realize that though. I didn't realize back then that I would that I was scrying, which is a spiritual way of um, di- divination. So I'm a fantastic scryer. So in in case you don't know what scrying is, it's like when you go into meditative form, um, you go into meditation, and then you see things like. People can do divination with tea leaves and with coffee, um, with the water, uh, the crystal ball, right? Um, and so I, I go into the forest and I go into meditation mode. I have even taught my husband how to do this. He's gotten better and easier. You know, it's gotten better for him. I mean, he's gotten better at it. at scrying. Number five. This is a meditation exercise. Please do not drive while doing this meditation exercise. Don't drive, stop the car, or better yet, wait until you're home in a safe space because I'm going to guide you through a meditation right now, okay? So pause, get home, get in a safe space, and we're gonna do this meditation together, okay? all right ready so I want you to sit sit in a chair make sure that the bottom of your feet are on the floor take a deep breath in and exhale good bring your hands to your heart inhale And exhale. Beautiful. Bring your hands, palm face down on your thighs. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Now imagine that your inner child, your little girl, is standing in front of you. She's standing about maybe three feet in front of you. What is she wearing? Is she happy? You can close your eyes if you feel comfortable. How does she feel like to you? Is she saying anything? Good. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Good. And now, bring her close to you with your mind's eye. Bring her close to you. Bring her so close that you can hug her. And you're holding her tight. And she can sit on your lap if she wants to. And you're holding her and you're rocking her back and forth. And what is it that you need to tell your inner child? When you're ready, you can let her go and you know where she always is. She lives inside of you. She's in your heart. You can stay here for as long as you like, talking to your inner child. And when you're ready, you can let her go. And if she doesn't want to go, you can always come back. She lives inside of you. She's a younger version of you. And this inner child is the one that's going to help you heal. Beautiful. Open your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in. And ha! Okay? Exhale forcefully inhale and exhale good move your neck move your shoulders move your body stand up stomp your feet good pat your chest make sure you are back inhale and exhale beautiful Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Acknowledging, thank you to all of the inner children out there trying to speak, making the attempts to come forward, acknowledging that I see you, we see you, and we are going to heal you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Garida Mari podcast. This work is amazing work. It is necessary work. Healing the inner child is serious as all can be. It needs to be done. Know that I'm here for you. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. If you received anything from this episode, please feel free to give me a one, two, three, four star. Give me a rating. Leave me a message. A review if you would like. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you know that I am a strong believer of not closing the circle, give and take. If you receive something from me today, please buy someone else a coffee, give them a compliment, but pass on the goodness. Pass it on. Let's heal together. Let's heal together. Thank you so much, so very much. Until next week. Uh, Wednesday, Q&A Wednesday on Instagram and the podcast next Friday. Have a beautiful weekend. Thank you.